When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. 17 weeks, four quarters, 60 minutes. And it all leads up to one winning, winning drive. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome back to the Winning Drive podcast. I am Rita Hubbard, the NFL chick, co-host of the Glenn and Rita show on 105.7 The Fan with my guy Cordell Woodland from Shaking It Up Sports and the Ravens reporter for 105.7 The Fan. And Cordell, the last time that we talked, we was talking about the reaction um, in terms of the Ravens putting the non-exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson. And, you know, you and I both said, well, clearly the Ravens know something that we don't um, because this feels very risky and low-key arrogant on their part in doing so. And shortly thereafter, not long after you and I recorded our podcast to talk about that, um, an influx of teams that need quarterbacks came out and said that they would not be in the running for Lamar Jackson, teams that uh, like the Atlanta Falcons, who I have been told previously definitely were interested in trying to sign Lamar um, long term and for a trade. Teams like the Raiders, who need a quarterback, the Panthers could use one, uh, the Commanders could use one. Uh, those teams came out and said, you know, we're not looking to to get into this fight, and so. Um, my immediate thought was that this didn't look right. This was a little fishy um, because it was immediate. I'd never seen anything like this before. Uh, it's unprecedented as far as I'm concerned. I've never seen a whole bunch of teams at the same time say, hey, we're not going to go after a quarterback who at one point was a unanimous MVP and has played at a high level since he's gotten into the National Football League. So here we are. We're at the point now where, look, and, and anything can change because the, the new year starts next week. Um, and so from what I'm understanding, because he is not technically a free agent, um, his period doesn't start until Wednesday. Um, but ultimately, this feels very, very funny in the light. What say you? Yeah, um, definitely funny. Definitely feels like a coordinated effort um, to where all teams are on one accord. But this is early. These are reports. And I don't make no mistake about it. I don't think these reporters are making this stuff up. Yeah, you know I think saying? that they asked. And yeah. these are the answers that they got. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I don't I don't think these I'm not coming at the reporters or anything like that when I say that I want to wait and see how this happens because some of these reports may turn out to not end up being true. Um I had Kim McCusick on my show and he was of the mindset of, you know, 
it's almost standard for teams to come out like they did and say that they aren't interested because they want to try to drive the price down for Lamar. Makes sense. Okay. But my thing is, what's the point in saying you're not interested this week and then we get to next week and then we find out these teams are interested? What did that do? It's going to come out eventually. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I just feel like it's a, it's a ploy right now. And really, Lamar is – He's a pawn in a match, in a chess match between the PA and the owners. That's, yep. that's yep. really what this is. He's He's been the guy, the Lamar and the Ravens are kind of the ones in the middle of this because this is a pivotal decision, not just for the Ravens, but for the league. This is going to have heavy impact on the, the quarterback market going forward. Um, and it's tough because – it's not like, I mean, if you're Lamar Jackson, why would you ask for anything less than what a guy like Deshaun Watson got? I mean, it it just doesn't make sense. It, but and I understand the owner's aspect of that was a stupid decision, that was a one off, and they don't want to make that a norm. I right. understand both sides. I totally do. Um, it just sucks to me that I think Lamar just he has to be the guy to be kind of the the logo of this. He's got to wear this. Yeah. Um, and to this point, I feel like the owners, maybe not necessarily the owners, but I'll say the league in general, coming in, remember, they wanted Lamar to play wide receiver. He yeah. plays quarterback. He ends up being very good at quarterback, ends up winning MVP, but he doesn't have an agent. It's, there's so many things that Lamar has already done to kind of change the way things were. You know, he's not the first quarterback that they've tried to change to a wide receiver, but right. he didn't do it. And he went out there and played his style of ball and it's worked for him. He's not the first guy to not have an agent, but that's what's going on right now. And I feel like that is a sticking point that's really kind of being used against him uh, a little bit. In in these in this whole process, because how many teams really want to negotiate with Lamar? Derek right. DeCosta himself has said it's been challenging to negotiate with Lamar, and these other teams are going to have less time to get a deal worked out than the Ravens have. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? The Ravens have been negotiating this deal for two years. These other yep. teams are going to get what a week. So, is it may not be something that a lot of teams are desiring to do. Just the process of it all. I think I don't think it's a knock on Lamar, the player. I don't think teams, especially all these quarterback needy teams, are saying we don't want Lamar because we don't think Lamar can play the quarterback position or anything like that. I don't think that's what this is. Uh, I think this is just a statement that's trying to be made on both sides of the players wanting what they want and the and the owners not wanting to pay essentially what the players want to have happen which is these fully guaranteed deals so it is making things a, a lot more difficult but if this process holds steady and nobody ends up putting an offer on Lamar that definitely adds a new wrinkle I agree. I mean, this is really a thing. I mean, this is not about Lamar specifically. It, it Unfortunately, it involves Lamar, but this is not about Lamar Jackson more so than it is about the, the league wanting to make sure that the market does not get uh, overzealous in terms of how they pay. Uh, is it jacked up? 
depends on how you look at it, right? I personally am, am going to feel like players should absolutely try to get their money. But I also understand, too, Cordell, that there's, this is a salary cap era. If this was before 1995, then I then there I, I got a problem with this, right? But ultimately, you know, you, you do have to have a specific cap number that you're supposed to stay under, stay over, whatever. And yes, there are ways to get around that. We all know that there are ways to get around that. So uh, I understand you saying, I'm not, I'm not really buying that because We've seen teams be over the cap. Eventually, though, it does. You do have to find a way to get within the cap. That's just how it goes. That's just how it's played. Um, and so I understand that part of it. Another thing that was brought to my attention in terms of like maybe this is a, a reason why that they're kind of, you know, laid back on it as well is because. Lamar and being in, in, you know, the non-exclusive tag, which means teams are going to have to come up with their own contract terms and try to offer it to Lamar. And so it was brought up and I didn't even think about this, that what exactly is it that that would be, you know, something that teams wouldn't want to do. Well, maybe they don't want to do the dirty work for the Ravens. Maybe mm -hmm. they're the ones that's like, you do the dirty work. This is your guy. You know, it's one thing, I think, if he would have gone exclusive and then teams could have said, hey, this is, I, I want to request a trade for Lamar. And then they dealt with the terms once Lamar got there, right? The, the Ravens are asking the league to set the market for Lamar. And people don't want to do it. No, I think people don't want to be the the guy to do it unless he is their guy, right? Yeah. As of right now, he's the Ravens guy. And if they sign uh, an offer, the Ravens have every right to uh, match the offer sheet in which, you know, he signed. So it's very possible that owners are like, mm-mm, get somebody else to do it because I'm not doing it. You do it. Yeah. And, you know, we've gotten to that point of this, the contract negotiation uh, situation. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, maybe that's kind of the vibe that they had gotten. Maybe that's the, you know, the, the, the thing that made them feel like they could put the non-exclusive tag on him is the fact that maybe other teams in the flip side, you know, the best part would be if teams did put the offer on them and then the Ravens are like, great. Now we can just match it, get this thing over with. We got our guy long-term. We're good. Right. Um, but the flip side would be nobody puts an offer on them or nobody puts an offer on them before the draft. Because if they don't put the offer, if nobody puts an offer or Lamar doesn't sign an offer sheet before the draft, then that makes it so that teams like Miami can jump back into the fold because Miami doesn't have a first round pick this year. So they wouldn't be able to be one of the teams that could talk to Lamar right now anyway. Mm -hmm. But if he doesn't sign the offer sheet until after the draft, now the two first round picks would be next year's first and 2025 first, which mm -hmm. Miami currently has. Um, so now you're starting to have it like, it's so many layers of this that I think we have yet to really get to yet in terms of, you know, uh, the timeline so to speak, yeah. I, they've got the non-exclusive tag on them now, but this thing isn't going to end if nobody puts an offer on them next week. Now, if right. teams do, if, if, or, or it's not really even about the teams putting offers on them, I should say. It's about Lamar signing an offer sheet um, because ultimately that's what it is that would have to happen. Teams could make all the offers they want, but if Lamar doesn't want to go there, then 
he does he doesn't have to sign anything. Right. So, you know, what happens if teams don't put an offer on him until I'm, I'm sorry. What happens if team? Well, what happens if teams don't put an offer on him at all? You know, do the Ravens then find a way to get Lamar to just say, okay, you know what? Enough is enough. Let's just get this done. And he signs the the highest offer that I would believe. I would I would imagine the Ravens would end up giving him the highest offer they yeah they, uh, that they had of of already given him to this point, regardless of whether he rejected it or not. We talk about the Raven way. Kim McCusick was another one. He was talking about that on my show. You know, that's I, I think that's a part of the Raven way. I think they would try to do right by him and, you know, still put that offer back on the table. So, you know, maybe that's an outcome. Or, like I said, if he doesn't sign an offer sheet before the draft and you get to after the draft and Miami gets in play or something like that, it becomes a lot more interesting. So I am curious to see if, somebody will be able to jump out there and make it happen with Lamar, you know, um, because it's about more than just talking to him. They got to actually get this guy to commit. And like I said, it hasn't been an easy negotiation process for the Ravens and they've been negotiating for two years. Absolutely. So so good luck to these teams out there that (laughs) better come strong. Absolutely. That's definitely going to have to be a thing. You're going to have to figure out how to make this right. And so I I just don't know how that's going to happen. Um, But, you know, that's just what it is. Right. Like this is where we are. And so, um, yeah, it it, it will be very interesting in understanding, you know, what it is that, that that is going to come from this. I just think that how this has turned out is just kind of, it, it feels gross. Yeah. You know, I, I understand that, you know, you want to try to set a market. And, and look, both things could be true. The other teams might not want to be bothered with trying to do the Ravens work. And they all have come to the conclusion that they're not going to allow these quarterbacks to set markets that they don't believe at the moment um, are uh, relative to what they to their teams. And so. It feel it's that it's not that you don't understand the logic behind it, right? Because at the end of the day, business people want to make sure that there's still cash after they pay their employees, right? But it just feels really gross about how this is happening. Of course, you, myself, or anyone that's thought that this was some type of collusion can't um, confirm that. We don't know that that's true, mm-hmm. but it just feels like something is going on when everyone just out of the blue says, hey, I'm not going to be in the running. Yeah. And that's the part that I think feels icky. And I really hate that Lamar, a person that who I've said on this podcast before, I want Lamar to get everything that he's worth because he deserves all of those things is the person that's caught in the middle of, of all of this. Yeah, it's, a, it's a shame because you, you can look at it as disrespect. This yep. is a unanimous MVP winner. There, it, it was flat out disrespect. Whether these teams are going to be interested or not, for these, for all of these reports to be put out in a matter of minutes, that all of these quarterback needy teams aren't interested. Just, that's, I think that is incredible. It was just incredibly disrespectful. It was a bad look. People can try to dress it up as much as they want and say, you know, it's it's what they're supposed to do, or this is expected because of the sit you know the dynamics of the situation i get it but this is a a 26 year old quarterback in his prime that has uh, almost a 30 win differential in his win loss record it's you know 
I don't know. I, I just felt like it shouldn't be, it shouldn't have happened the way that it happened. Right. Um, it just didn't look good. It, regardless of how, why it was put out, it, the optics don't look good. I'll also say this in terms of Lamar's options and, and, and things like that. Uh, I am interested to see how much Lamar really wants to be in Baltimore because you, I don't know if you saw the Ian Rappaport uh, segment the other day where he's talking about the, how the Ravens have, and it's been reported a couple of times, they have offered him deals to make him like the second highest paid yeah. in terms of, you know, guaranteed money. Uh, and he's declined it. So right. it's almost, you you can get the vibe of like, well, what is Lamar looking for? I mean, if right. you, unless it's um, the only other alternative is the kind of the Deshaun Watson deal. Like, what is it exactly that you're looking for, Lamar? Or is it that you just don't want to play in Baltimore? And with him getting this non-exclusive tag, it doesn't allow him to sign an offer sheet from a team that is willing to do what the Ravens are willing to do. He right. can't just go and sign an offer sheet to Atlanta because he wants to play in Atlanta because the Ravens will just match it unless he goes, I mean, unless he tells the cost of like, please don't match it. <laughs> like, right. Don't match it. Don't, please. I want to But if that's know. the case, then ask for a trade. Flat right. out. It, right. Look, if you, it, look, if, if you're, if you don't want to look like the bad guy, well, guess what? That's going to happen regardless. If, if, if that's what you want, if this is a silent trade demand, right? At some point, we're going to find out that you wanted a trade. It's going to come out. Mm -hmm. Because once the Ravens trade you, let's say this is a hypothetical situation, right? And he wanted a trade and the Ravens trade him. You think they're not going to come out and tell people that? That's what no, happened? They definitely will. I mean, the so, cops already told us when, when Marquise Brown initially asked for a trade. So yep. I mean, he'll, he'll definitely tell it after the fact. So that's the part that I'm trying to understand. If that's the case, you're going to be the bad guy no matter what. Under any circumstance, do you think that you're going to be the good guy in this? If that's what you want, that's not going to happen. And then so if you want that, if you're asking for the Ravens to take you, send you somewhere else, then, hey, stand 10 toes down in it. Nah, people, I, I, I people are not going to like a lot of things, and they'll get mm -hmm. over that too. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been a lot of conflicted stuff. Lamar has liked Photoshop pictures of him in other uniforms and he said he's trolling. I get it. But in the same breath, he'll post stuff of him in Ravens jerseys. Like yep. I, just, just yesterday he had it on his Instagram or the other, what, Wednesday, uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, he had it on his Instagram story of him, you know, another picture of him throwing in a Ravens jersey. So I don't know. It, yeah. it's, it's a, it's, this whole situation causes you to kind of go back and forth, look at it from every point of view, which is what I've been trying to do this entire process, but it's, it's definitely exhausting because the point of views are, are like multiplying by the day. Right. Absolutely. So I, I just don't know how this is going to end. Um, you know, it, it feels like it's a very big possibility that he stays in Baltimore, but I don't know if that means because of a new contract or if because he plays under the tag. We'll find out sooner or later. All I know is, is that Lamar deserves more money than $32 million. So I really hope that they can come to some type of resolution sooner rather than later.